we can do this. It's a large world, and there's lots of girls like us. Except we're way cooler than all those other girls. I'm not. You are. No, no. Kim, I won't accept that. You tell me right now. I want to hear you say it. I'm so cool. You are so so cool. Um, I need to tell you the story before Jim joins. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you and Carly know the ghost story that like literally sent me to my knees. It was in my house. I was vacuuming in the zone with my little headphones on listening to TV or music or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I saw something like rise up in the corner of my living room. There's like a Mm -hmm. bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Saw something rise up and it was like the shape of a man, which to this day, like I feel was John. Yes. But it like, it wasn't John which was a scary part because like I saw it and I was like, that's just John. And then in half a second, I was just like, that's not John. Right. He's downstairs. And I like dropped the vacuum, fell to my knees, like crawl down the stairs, screaming to John in the basement. Like there's a man in the house, but I Mm -hmm. knew there wasn't a man in the house because I knew immediately it wasn't like real. Yeah. And he was just like, what, what, what? And I was like crying and it was like crazy. So in that same corner, when Franny and I and John had COVID, it was like, it was terrible. COVID for us was like, we were so exhausted. Like my mental health Mm -hmm. was really impacted by COVID. Like, I don't even know what was going on, but I like turned into very, very depressed, like dark, Mm -hmm. dark, depressed, just from this virus I guess um it made me exhaustion and then just as I was recovering from that I got norovirus yeah I remember and that. it was absolutely like rock I had it, it was, if you yeah, remember at the exact same time basically uh a little bit after a week we, later we had, we had COVID at the same time no but we I had was- noro like a week apart oh did we Yes. And you guys had COVID before us, but it was the worst thing I've ever experienced. It It was was like 24 hours of actual hell. It was worse than COVID. Yeah. Oh God. It, it like John literally thought he was going to have to call an ambulance for me. Carly was was like, you are so white. She's like, I was so concerned. Yeah. I was convulsing on the floor. Like it just took my body and fucking did whatever it wanted to it and i was just a meat puppet anyway really rough go of it like a a really long go of terrible illnesses and i was having a particularly hard morning and i was like on the verge of tears and i was just like in the back of the living room changing franny on her little change table playpen thing And I was like talking out loud, which I never do, but I was like, I need a hug, Franny. I'm no word of a lie. She has this cow that has three buttons on it and it plays songs over and over again Mm -hmm. and talks and stuff. We had been nowhere near it for like the last day. 
it was over in that corner and it started going hug me hug me hug me and i i stopped does it even ever has it ever said that like yes yes okay all right yes i will play it for you it totally does um and i just started laughing because i was like who's here now and i was like talking out loud to it Mm -hmm. And as I spoke out loud, there would be a pause. It would go off. And what would go off would match what I said. Like it was like it was responding. Can you give me an example? Because that's so I would say something like, oh, man, what did it say? It would I think I have part of it on my nest cam as well. But it would say, it didn't say this, but it would say something like, I love you. You're my friend. After I'd say like, are you good? Or are you bad? Mm, I see. You know? Um, and then I'd laugh and I'd say, thank you for the cheer up. And it would be like, love me, love me. Give me a hug. Like all this. Yeah. It was matching what I was asking. And then I like, it kept going on. Mm. And on and on, and I was. You weren't. Like, were is- you? You weren't scared though. No, I was laughing. I was like, "This is so funny." I felt so good. I felt <laughs> so good, and I was like, "Thank you, whoever's here. Like, thank you. I needed that." And like, I, I was just like cheery and chipper, and I was like, "This is so funny. No one's ever gonna believe this." And then I was like, "Okay, I'm done now." Like. I'm done <laughs> changing, changing Franny's diaper. Thank you for coming. And it said, goodbye. What? Yeah. It actually did. Yep. And it never went off again. It never went off again. So weird. And so creepy. We had been nowhere near that fucking toy. Nowhere near the toy. Nowhere near that part of the room in that corner. So the other, the third thing then before Jim comes on is so franny just starts to learn stuff on her own mm-hmm. i i don't teach her a lot like i don't know she just like learns stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like it doesn't matter if i teach her or not she's just gonna learn it whenever she learns it so like um but i guess waving is a milestone okay. and i haven't been teaching her how to wave and i don't wave <laughs> um but i I left the house. She was with her grandma, which I rarely do. That was the first time I think ever she's been alone with just her grandma. And it was for one hour. I went and got a massage and I came back. And when I came back, I could hear her on the floor and she was just like crying her heart out. Mm-hmm. Just crying. Oh, yeah. She was just crying her heart out. And I peeked my head around the corner and she looked up and she went, oh, and waved at me and I was like and that was the first wave she's done and I was like that's weird that kind of looked like a wave does she know what a wave is yeah and she did because then her grandma left and she waved I was like how do you know this yeah how do you just know this anyway so she waved and it's really cute um she waves when she sees me when I leave she waves at daddy she waves at strangers in the store so cute kills me but guess what else she waves at the ghost that corner 
she will turn her head and look back at that corner and go just to that corner. That is the only thing that she has waved at that has not been a person. She doesn't just wave on to nothingness. She waves direct. She looks at that corner and waves. That's freaky. It is so freaky. And so we call it the ghost corner now. Like John told me one morning, he like looked down and she was, she was waving at the corner again. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. What the hell? Huh? Well, ghost it seems corner. like a, a pleasant, happy ghost. Look, as long as it's not fucking with my kid, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it should be interesting when she can start talking what she says. Oh my God. Would it or would it just freak us out? I don't know. Depends on what she says. I think I'd be freaked even if she was like saying, you know, grandpa's in the corner or like Yeah. You know, like I'd be freaked. But it probably wouldn't be grandpa, right? Because this was happening before he passed. Yeah. I don't know who it would be. Huh. Yeah, that's freaky. A little freaky. I think I would be, I'd feel, I feel a little bit on edge, I think. But I feel comforted in that room and I feel really comforted in that corner. I don't feel scared. I feel like there's protection. It feels comforting, like a nice warm embrace. Maybe it's not Joe. She's poking like his little nose on the... Nacho's ashes are over there. Mm-hmm. And his picture is over there. And also that's where I saw the image of him in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. But like, would Nacho have a giant man-sized ghost? <laughs> well, <Maybe>. that was just... <laughs> that's just the one that you saw. Like, <laughs> how do we know what Franny is waving to isn't Nacho? It could be Nacho, actually. Yeah. hope it is. He's just being cute. He he wouldn't be a comforting ghost, though. He'd be a snappy ghost being like, rawr, rawr, rawr. okay, well, maybe it's your man, you know, the man that you saw at the bottom of the pool. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. A nice comforting man ghost. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my story. That's wild. That's my ghost story. That's all I got. All right. Welcome to Ghosts. I guess, where two Canadian ladies get together to talk about weird, supernatural shit that doesn't seem to have a place in normal conversation. We talk about our own experiences, invite other guests to share theirs, and at the end of every episode, we will discuss how much our conversations and stories convinced us, or didn't, to believe in the paranormal. So, do we believe in ghosts? Hard to say, but please join us as we talk about it anyway. Wonderful, Rachel. Thank you. I tried to use your inflections, Kim, because you do it so well. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Flattery coming from all angles. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, so we're both on a jittery high here today because we have a very special guest, Jim Hunt, who is an acclaimed psychic medium, certified life coach, and ghost counselor who offers wisdom, direction, support, and this is my favorite, common sense. We all need a bit of that. Most known for his role in the two-time nominated Canadian Screen Awards series, Knock Knock Ghost, which I have 
watched, uh, downloaded the first few episodes, kind of hooked, as well as um, features on Astonishing Legends, Darkness Radio, and the Outer Realm Radio. Jim combines his talents to bring guidance and clarity to all those around him. Beautiful. And so we were talking a little bit um, before about how I know Jim. And we've mentioned him on other other episodes as well, just briefly. Your ears may have been ringing, Jim, because we've talked yeah. about you a little bit. <laughs> Probably. But I basically have, I worked in Toronto and I have this, my sole partner, basically. I met this guy, Anthony, who is just like, I'm sure we knew each other in another life because we have this insane connection. And I can tell when he's about to text me. And I have that with nobody else. And he said, he, um, we don't talk very often, but he's like, Kim, I went and I saw this psychic medium, Jim Hunt. It was amazing. You have to give it a go. And then years passed and I really, something happened in my life. And I was just like, I really want to connect with the psychic medium. And it clicked. And I was like, I'm going to connect with Jim. And it was amazing. Amazing. I had two really enlightening sessions with you my husband's had a session with you so um i'm super stoked to have you on the podcast today jim holy cow well thank you so much <laughs> i that's like um wow i'm humbled by all of that i you know being a psychic medium being in tune to the energy of people who have passed are the dead the ghosts um that's so familiar to me. So when I'm talking about them, I'm just going to speak what they're speaking or say what we normally can't hear. So that's why I enjoy what I do. Not everybody does, but most of us do. Yeah. That's awesome. So Jim, how did you know and when did you know that you were gifted with this? So I can go as far back as the age of five years old. Mm. and it was just um weird things we weren't the richest family in the world we weren't the poorest but we still struggled through a lot like everybody else did back in the 60s and um we were just trying to figure life out and so because my birthday's in october i couldn't go to school with everybody else i had to wait a year it was so crazy mm. so all my friends that I hung around with all the time were off to school. So I was left alone. Mm -hmm. So I was sent out to play as every mother and father does back in the day. Come back when the sun sets and we'll see you later on. <laughs> I went out to the sandbox that was there that we all played in all summer. And uh, as I was playing with my little pail, my shovel, getting my little cars out and just doing my thing. I look up a little bit and I see a man right directly across the other side of the uh, sandbox. Now, this is uh, for American people. It's like uh, um, uh, 18 feet by 18 feet. So it was a big sandbox. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it was pretty crazy to have that. But all the neighborhood kids was built by the parents. I'm sitting there and I'm playing away. And he all of a sudden I look at him again. But he's not standing but he takes his forearm, his left arm, and he points towards a, a, a part of the sand. And I'm just looking at him because he's not saying a freaking word, which I, I was found strange and wasn't talking and, and continued pointing. 
and I just continued playing. He never got annoyed. This hmm. ghost had the most patience of any elder would. So I'm sitting there, uh, still looking, and he's pointing, but he's having more motion. And so I'm going, why is this old man in my sandbox? I hmm. need to go. So I humored him. I just grabbed my pail and shovel, frustrated, started digging. And as I dug, I dug out my space capsule for a GI Joe that I had left there the following spring and forgot all about it. Okay. It was my favorite toy. And he pointed it out. I turned around to go and thank him and he was gone. That's oh, my wow. 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 And, and when you were, when you saw him there, did he look like fully formed? Like just, he didn't just, strike you as anything different than anybody. I was for myself and I'm sure anybody else who would be able to be intuitive that way. He looked exactly like us. Um, his period of dress might have been more from the 30s and 40s. Okay. As I try and visually remember that and try and acknowledge him because I haven't seen him since or talked to him. So I don't know where he is. And that's a bummer. Um, but he was there and he was gentle. He was very, very polite in the sense of having those patients for me to actually do what he was asking me to do. So mm. But he was there in full form. So I wasn't afraid of him because we were allowed to talk to strangers back in the day. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. We had to be careful, but we were. So, and when he vanished, I just told my mom right away because I ran up with the space capsule and the GI Joe and just said, <laughs> who's this old man that he found all my toys and I was so excited. My mother was looking at me who's part half native, half French Canadian, I guess, but no, sorry, half native and half Hungarian. Mm. It's quite a mix. And then you add in growing up in the province of Quebec, it was pretty well. We, we had to learn another language pretty quick. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. Anyway, um, that's when my mother knew that I had something there because when I had described the man that I had talked about, he had lived in this house that was just down the road that had been abandoned for over 25 years. Oh my goodness. So well, how, how did you know, did you know he was a ghost when, when, when you were looking at him or when you described it to your mother? When I described it to my mother, because mm. uh, I said he didn't talk and there was nothing special about him because when he was alive, he was talking, but he wouldn't talk through this scenario. And I think my mother was trying to explain to me that without his intent of having a conversation with me, that he truly needed to get my attention. Mm. I was looking at him and trying to understand the, and differentiate between a ghost and someone who was alive. I still didn't quite get it, but that's how my mother explained it. So they had took their time with me. I didn't have the challenging demonics that everyone watches on TV today or wants yeah. to do. There are more amazing dead people wandering our world than the demonic yeah it's just their loss those are the people we want to let go so that's i guess how i started and it continued oh it didn't get any easier trust so me. do you think you were born with this then we all are we all are In okay Facebook, i cannot express how strong it was hanging around other kids 
my age back in the day who were like-minded. Not even all the kids would be able to see what we were seeing. It was like a, a, a bunch of us, like a handful of us would hang out. And each one of them would be reprimanded as we got older to say, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to have mm -hmm. your imaginary mm -hmm. friend. No, don't talk like that. People will think you're crazy. You don't want to go away from us. You don't want to be taken away from us. So they instilled fear in the other four that I knew. And um, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And that's, that's what I found interesting in your story is that uh, when you went to your mom, she was just very like open, receptive, listened to you, mm -hmm. didn't make you feel like, you know, that, oh, you were, yeah. Just like, that was just your imagination. Like yeah. just really understanding kind of right away what your gift was and sort of like just being open to that, and, which is. And it just got better and better. And then I was able to say, Hey mom, I see grandma, my, but so I like, her grandmother, my great-grandmother beside you. And she's just, she's telling you to make sure that you're watching the cabbage rolls or something like that. <laughs> and I would turn around and um, she'd turn around and look at me and then she'd run to the stove. And it was just because she was OCD and ADD and everything else back in the day that wasn't confirmed. So right. taking care of three kids, cleaning the house, cooking dinner, doing all of that stuff. That poor woman. <laughs> having a psychic son yeah you know so so jim are you uh you said you're born in october are you a libra or are you a scorpio i am a libra october 13th i'm not in the middle of the mess but i'm more directed <laughs> by the moon um i get to be slightly analytical on the virgo side which helps mm -hmm. me define things that i'm speaking about and then mm -hmm. the scorpion side is the want to explore the flirtatious side, the opening of um, uh, doors that you shouldn't be going through or touching Scorpios do that, but they do it secretly half the time. Mm -hmm. Well, you're talking to Sagittarius's. So as I understand, yeah. fire signs and Libras kind of go together. <laughs> they do. They certainly do. They, they tend to drive each other crazy as much as they can. Then they come back at the end of the week and just say, wow, what did we just do? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I love it. I don't, the, the thing that I try and express to people, which is going to be uh, very important for me, because I allowed myself to be a lot more me on Knock Knock Ghost mm. by releasing the spirits and not getting mad at them. There's a few I had to. But I mean, you're going to get mad at your neighbor, too. You're going to get mad at somebody else that's going to frustrate you. So it's basically the same with the dead. They're just like, they're just more annoying because they don't go away. <laughs> so neighbor. are you, are you like surrounded by ghosts all the time? How do you, and if so, like, do you have to shut them out somehow? Or how do you work around that? Um, so I'm being very polite. I don't know if this is going to be a visual podcast and I didn't know because I didn't ask but if you look at this painting behind me yeah hmm. which I've been staring at I've yes. also been looking at yeah. it yes so yeah and that's an actual hang on let me sit there and do this uh properly um so right here I was sitting and um a psychic artist she drew this painting of what she saw around me oh my so goodness dark and the light energy all ghosts 
who have not really wanted to materialize because they have nothing to say, but they all take and give me permission or I give them permission to talk to me. So it's, it's, it's a room full. You can't tally how many, oh, you have three guides and you have this. I've got mm. a little village happening here. So it's, I can't count how many I actually have, um, but I do have multiple protectors that I would say would be about eight of them on a regular basis, giving me shit, pulling on my ear, hey, pay attention, do this, do that. Don't yell at her. Oh, you yelled at her. Now you're going to pay for this. And so I'll get them at me every day because they want me to be the saint. I'm far from a saint. So, you know, and that's, the, and that's the killer about all of this. So you, everybody has a message who has passed on, who's afraid or has gone to the light that has come back because they have to relay a message. Mm. We are that conduit. You can be that conduit, Rachel, and you can do it too, Kim. It's just about opening up your chakras and letting them be and removing that fear as an adult that was instilled into you. Yeah, that actually kind of just like went organically into what I was going to bring up. So like, I guess my, my main question that I was going to ask you is how, how you are not fearful of it. Because I think I've brought up on a couple of occasions where, I mean, I think I'm generally an intuitive person, just generally speaking, but there's been a few instances where I can feel energy and my, I just like, like tighten up like an oil drum. Like, I'm just like, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Like I know it's there. I don't want to, I too scary. I don't like, there's just out of fear. I, so like, I've definitely been in, usually it's in an, uh, a new environment or uh, a place that I haven't been. And I can feel certain types of energy. And I just, I don't do, I do the opposite of opening. <laughs> like I close. So like, I guess my question would be like, how, how does someone, someone like go of that fear? Would you like, what's your opinion on that? Well, um, I actually work with intuitives like you just to teach you certain methods to be prepared. Mm. And it's a big deal to prepare yourself going into any situation. Like it's basically um, um, a wall of light that you're going to protect yourself with, but you're going to say it with intent first. And so I white light myself immediately from my crown chakra to my root chakra. Mm. And I do it in the sign of infinity all the way down to the end of my feet. Then I take the white light where a lot of people don't and stick it under my feet. I want to be protected. So I'm in my white light bubble. If I know I'm going into some place that's a little bit active, more than I'm expecting, I'll immediately take that white light, shine it up a little bit, but then add a mirror and invert the mirror and do the same thing that I did with the white light covering my chakras so that with the intent of something dark and evil, it will bounce back to them. And it creates a, like a shield of invisibility. So if you can visually go in to some place, you'll all of a sudden your auditory skills will pick up because the ones that you're afraid to talk to, they might come out aggressive only because mm -hmm. it's listening. I see. Right. The difference and everyone's going, He's trying to scratch me. No, you ran away from him and he was trying to hold on to you. Sometimes people don't get it. They want to build it up to something demonic or dark, mm -hmm. but it's not all the time. And that's, that's what I'm trying to change in the information that we give out there. Right. It's more positive than negative. We have enough challenged energy in our lives. So we uh, want yeah. to a brighter light. And that's what 
makes us better at what we do because I'm okay with what I do. And I tell everyone on my own podcast and my own uh, daily routine, there are better psychic mediums out there than I would ever be. They're just too afraid to talk about it for fear mm-hmm. of chastised and abused. I see. It's so deeply ingrained as well. Like we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about, you know, I mean, we name it ghost, I guess. And we talk about seeing this stuff and still not believing it. Like I consider myself a closeted ghost believer because I could see a ghost walk right in front of me and I see all these things, but then I still convince myself, no, yeah, no, that's not real. And, you know, even before you joined, we talked a little bit about some supernatural things going on in my house and how I used to be such a scaredy cat. I was just scared about even the idea of seeing something. And the moment I saw something, Mm -hmm. my fear is gone. And I just feel comfort when I'm interacting with the spirits here. The moment I was faced with something that I couldn't deny, I was like, Hey, that's not so bad. And I, can interact and feel comfort from it as well. So Rachel, maybe you just need to see a ghost, Rachel. Maybe. I do think it's like, I think it like spans out even wider and just like, I'm generally fearful of most new things. So it doesn't Uh, even surprise me that that would just be another thing. And that, and then it almost always is, oh, well, that wasn't so bad after the fact, but. How far are you to the Capricorn side? Uh, I'm, I'm December 12th. So I'm sort of like more like the middle. I do. Okay. So you're playing a bit of the scorpion and you're playing a little bit of the Capricorn where the creative personality comes from. I get that. Okay. Okay. I'm just wondering because Sagittarius are explorers. They don't like fear. They have fear. They don't like having fear and they do not like to be told what to do Mm. ever. I definitely don't like being told what to do. So that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unless be- unless it's by my girlfriend and then that's okay but other yeah. than that <laughs> that's an automatic go like that's a given that yeah. also i was just going to say because we didn't mention it in the uh sort of the intro that yes you do have a podcast called white noise which i also listen to a little bit as oh, well oh, so yeah it's very cool i like that you have people come in and you kind of like seems to me like you have some people that you already kind of had no, like a relationship with that, 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 you know, and then you kind of ask them how they're doing and discuss things that you may have talked to or talked about in the past. Because I think it's like catching up with them. And then uh, as they're talking, I'm, I truly am listening. I need people to know this. <laughs> what happens is I'm asking the question so I can get the answers ahead of time by their higher self, by their protectors, by an angelic, by their old husband, their old wife, their old brother or sister. Or just an old friend. So I'm just going, oh, so they're not really all right. That anxiety that's sitting there didn't get her the job that she looked for. Oh, I won't bring that up, but I'm going to text her later on and let her know because I work with her. Right, right. I never try and embarrass anybody or make them feel uncomfortable because she 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 did come on and I talked to her about it. And then I just said, oh, there's so many good changes that are coming to you. And in October, because it happened in October. And she said, oh, yeah. And she started to get a little teary. And I just said, oh, that pass was just because you weren't ready. I bet you by two Thursdays from now, you've got that job. And sure enough, she did. But I had 
tell her that everything is going to be okay. Right. That's so interesting. I get messages immediately and they don't form a, I am me first. It is the spirit world has enough respect for someone to be genuine enough to stand and go in the front of the class to give us that information. They don't fight between themselves. The good ones don't anyway. Yeah. Do you find, yeah, sorry, Kim, I've been like taking out over all these questions, but I've had questions as Jim was speaking. So this will be the last one that we can kind of get back into, you know, our list of stuff that we were wanting to knock off. But you're mentioning like, obviously more or less you're, there's more good energy out there and the spirits that you come into contact with, it's more good than demonic. My question is when you're, when you're, Pick, I guess, seeing something, picking up energy, however that kind of like, if you're going into a new area, can you tell the difference between what is like positive light and what's more dark? Oh, in, in an instant. Um, my, my senses work with uh, left, left and right. And it's great because I'm a Libra. So scale is important. Yeah. Balance is important. So imagine myself dividing myself in half with white energy and heart energy on my left because it's my heart chakra side. Mm-hmm. And then I use my right side from any point to pick up the disconnected energy, a poltergeist that there needs to be if I'm working into that environment, which I try and avoid, um, or uh, mischievous type energy, little minions that are just running around doing whatever they want to do. I can build those up because they don't have questions. They just interfere all the time. Hmm. You just put up the mirror and they shut. Sorry, they shut up. <laughs> the F-bomb is really good for me. I've got to be careful. Anyway, You can do it. We do it. Oh, all yeah. The time. There's, well, no, there's swears are allowed here. Yeah. <laughs> let's be let's be our authentic selves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like I just got a swear jar here at the house. It's horrible. Anyway, <laughs> um, so what I'm trying to do here is bring uh, everything Uh, back to what we see and what we feel and how honest we can be to ourselves is how honest the uh, the the heart energy will come over the other energy i'm so sorry about my dog oh oh that's a normal occurrence on this podcast absolutely that's a very normal occurrence mine is just like literally lying behind me and at some point we might hear noise from her as well so (laughs) (laughs) they like to be stars of the show they do He's a one and a half year old sheep doodle that has never behaved a day in his life. <laughs> It'll get better, Jim. It'll oh, get better. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's what they tell me. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask what the most powerful or frightening experience you have had with a spirit was. Um, the most frightening and powerful. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, most powerful or frightening. I mean, those could be two entirely different things, but something that just really rocked you. The most powerful one, to know that when you need to leave the dead alone, you really mm. need to leave the dead alone. And I was, my mother died when I was 20. Uh-huh. I had no feeling from her, no hello, no, I'm okay. Absolutely silence. Mm. look what we do for a living and I could not pick up my own mother Mm. I it took me seven years (laughs) to find somebody that would be able to help me get into a good 
state, not hypnotic, but more in a relaxed state to call her in so I can talk to her. Right. So it took about eight minutes. She came in and I got in shit left, right and center from my own mother saying, why are you bothering me? If I really needed to come to you, I would come to you. Otherwise, I am doing well in the light. I see the family. Everybody's okay. I love you very much, Jimmy, and go and leave me be. That's mm-hmm. what I, it was profound. It was, I was taken back. I cried. I did, what? That's what I got as a message from you? Wow. So I couldn't figure out <laughs> then if it was demonic or if it was, what the hell was that? But it was my whole left side. Yeah. I felt a hand on my heart. So I call on ghosts only if they're interested in coming. Mm. I don't beg them like I did the last time. And that's the big difference with me when I'm doing my readings. Sometimes your grandmother doesn't want to come anywhere near us because she never liked us. I'm going, well, then, okay, we can't talk about that. To my client who loved grandma who taught her how to make oatmeal cookies. There are some things I just can't say. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe it's more often the message that someone that has passed or it's on the other side that they have to convey and less of the person that's still living conveying a message to them. Like it's yes. like it's that's more the reason they're here. There's always a ghost always has something to say. A spirit always has something to say. A spirit, I think, is a graduate of a ghost. Okay. Because I think you were going to ask that question. So Yes, I was. <laughs> tell, tell me more. <laughs> so you have an orb, which is less than a ghost. An orb will not materialize until they start getting into a higher realm or a, a different bolt of energy that comes into them that they can start to um, shapeshift or make themselves more seen other than that just this white orb which is beautiful when you do get an actual orb and they're very very it's translucent it's free moving it can be it can stay right there or it can jet off it's just like the unidentified flying objects that everyone's seeing the spirit world does the same thing so the orb doesn't want to be seen boom it's gone then you have the ghost a transformation of a ghost for me is someone who's just passed, gone to the light, saw everybody, is not satisfied that they died. They want to come back. They're not allowed. And they want to find out other things. So they want to share all kinds of messages. I'm here, but I didn't want to leave. Or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that you're okay. And so those are ghosts. So they're very, very social, very high strung, very anxious. And they're not as calm as what we think they are. Okay. But then you get your spirits who are a little bit more cockier. They've learned a little bit more. They can fade in and out of the light. Some ghosts can't find the light when they come back out of the light. So those are the ones that we have to place back. But a spirit knows exactly where they're going. And they're so good at what they're doing because then all of a sudden they're even, they grow into finding portals, being able to come right down there and talk to you, giving you um, uh, moving a fork off a table or maybe using a Ouija board, which is like crazy, but they're there to give you intelligent answers of what you're looking for. And you don't, it doesn't take long for us as psychic mediums 
to call on them. And if they want to show up, they'll be there almost immediately. A very good group of spirits. Then I have the golden type spirits, same as the spirit there. They show a full image of themselves, but they have like this golden kind of color. Highest, I think, of before an angelic. Mm -hmm. And they can do so many different things. And they give permissions for you to speak to someone who's recently passed, or you're going to get a hug from them where we break down because we felt something, or they're going to bring you that butterfly that you've been waiting to see. Mm. You understand they're just yeah. so spiritual and they, they're very relaxed and calm and they've seen how hard we've worked on this soul life. And oh my God, your next one's going to be even harder. So let me give you this to feel better about yourself. So it gives, they help give a lot of closure to people who are looking for closure. Now, this is only my interpretation. Other right. might not see the same way, but there's not many of them that I haven't talked to that I allow them to talk first so I can feel a little bit more relieved that they've seen the same thing because I am out there and it's hard for people to understand what I feel and see. So I'm always feeling a little bit awkward because I don't, the biggest deal none of us like is uh, as a psychic medium, as a human being, to be abandoned by someone because you're doing something wrong or you think you're doing something wrong. That, right. That's our biggest fear is abandonment. Yeah. Even with Absolutely. The so we see the correlation there is they want to communicate with us so that we're not so alone and they want to move and help us so that we can move up. They get their little stripes or badges. I don't know how they get it, guys. Like, <laughs> we helped a hundred of them today, so maybe you'll move up. I have no clue how that works. I just know the differences between them. I don't know how they graduate. Yeah. I really wish I could give you an idea. And I'm an older soul life. Like I'm up there. And you would think that I would be able to catch up to it. But I've noticed between the ages of 45 to 64, how much I've learned, calmed down about, and then realized the BS that came from some of it from others to try and frighten you that you're not doing a good job. And then you're listening to the right people. Just like you're doing your podcast. You guys wanted to do this podcast. It was important to you. So you did it. And who gives a shit about what other people feel and think for a change? So the, that's how spirits look at it too. I'm not taking any no for an answer from somebody who's living. They're going to stop for a second and reflect. There's so amazing. many crazy things. Oh, amazing. <laughs> My world is, it is, it's truly, it truly is. But I love every minute of it, and I wouldn't change it for the world because I don't know anything else. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, you know, all of, just being this intuitive and having this around you all the time, I guess you haven't known any different if you've experienced this since age five. So, I mean, how has the this gift helped you in your life? Oh, Do you yeah. think? Yeah. Yeah, I think it has. Um, you, I think most psychics or any intuitive on any level um, don't think that what we've done is is thankless or we have or there's going to be hurdles. I, I mean, I lost a lot of friends and family because of, I said who I was. Mm -hmm. I no longer have so many blood relatives who are so pissed off and embarrassed about me 
that I can't fix that. But then I've got the friends that I've never thought that would be my friend are the ones that help me stand up and just say, ah, oh, don't worry about them. That's their issue. Mm-hmm. And that's what I teach in my life coaching because of all the trauma that we go through. I love getting others to not feel less, I, to make others feel less traumatized. So our angelics do that to us too. And they mm. covet us and protect us. They don't like to see us going through someone who we love dearly pass away. They don't, none of the spirit world are happy about that for us. They cry with us. They feel with us. We're, we're hugged like one great big balloon of energy. We just are so distraught being alive that we, we miss the ones that we love. But they're not gone. They're still there. And we'll still have a conversation with them when we go into the light. It's not an ending. It truly is a new beginning for them. We're just haven't caught up to them yet. That's a very interesting way of looking at it. I try and um, be, yeah. I be hurt, but Jesus, you know. You mentioned like going into the light. So I guess I'm kind of just want to circle back to conversations that, that Kim, and I, Kim and I have had in, in other um, episodes of our podcast where we were convinced that like trying to explain what 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 we're seeing and, and what we kind of like, kind of what we settled on was that it's an, it's an imprint of something that has happened. But I, hearing you talk about that, this is changing the, mm-hmm. way, the, yeah. way, that, the way that I'm thinking about it. I was um, like, ah, let's just go back and rework those first few episodes because definitely in the first part of our, our blurb, it's just like how our discussions convince us or don't to believe in the paranormal. And this is definitely convincing me to think of them differently, think of ghosts differently and to, for sure. So that's the whole, this is what we should be educating people on. I don't know it all. And I don't profess to ever will know it all. And look forward to other people like-minded who are very interested in bringing out the positive in what we do. Instead of always saying, I'm going to clear a house because it's bleeding through the walls. I'm just going, there are other psychics that want to do that shit. I have no interest. Why do I want to do that? Why do I want to, why do I want to have to experience that when I don't need to? And it's not affecting anybody except you're seeing blood come from the wall, but you're going to allow that to say, oh my God, I've been haunted. I'm going to go to hell because that blood touched me, or we're going to freak out about it. Mm. We don't give a bully any attention. The bully goes away and finds somebody else. It's the same thing in the spirit world. Simple. That is simple. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like, it's uh, yeah. It's kind of like we, we, we looked at them as if they're not, um, they're not spirits of something that was once human. Like I think a lot of people kind of forget that and, and then kind of forget that they're probably going to react in very many ways that a human, like the way that we would react. Of course, because we've created that fear amongst ourselves. Fear sells, (laughs) you know, compassion. What the hell is that? Yeah. (laughs) So if you're, if you're selling fear, it's going to work. And they're going to go, oh, look, Jim just put another guy in the light again. Jesus Christ, that's boring. <laughs> I mean, I don't find it boring. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Sensationalism of it all. Is yeah. 
Oh boy, do we know about since? Oh yes, Zach Baggins. We talk about Zach Baggins. Oh, <laughs> he sells. And and forgive me, Jim, because I think it was your podcast that I heard this, but it may not have been. But someone was saying that ghosts don't appreciate when you go into a place that may feel like that may they may be there or there may be a spirit in that area, and you're just yelling at them. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. like, show me like, and yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that yeah. was your podcast. And so then, then I, after having listened to that episode, Carly and I like, you know, it's just, um, it's TV, like watching the real housewives that we don't watch that, but as an example, just that reality, trash reality TV, we like to sometimes watch those oh, no. Megan's ghost stories. And, and the same thing happened. He was just, yeah. And, and it, it came to my mind. I'm like, well, it's no wonder no one comes and talks to him. Like, <laughs> You know, I, you try not to make enemies out of the people who sensationalize these kind of things because it's they, they, it's it's a it's an ego based for a lot of people. Uh, it's all based on how much attention that they can get, and we can't help narcissism. We can't prevent that. Mm. But the narcissist is out there in our trade, <laughs> and those are the hardest ones to get the other people away from things like that. And the skeptics to say, holy shit, is that guy really doing what he's doing? And like, you know, it's, it's so it's such a fine line of what we pick up and what we play with. So what I'm trying to do is increase our knowledge and give it to you how I see it. You don't have to believe everything that I'm saying, but you, you also have to think about what I'm saying. Yeah. Because and you respect, you know, this is your, ex- this is your experience yeah. coming from you. It needs to be respected as your, your voice saying that, right? As an example, when we talked earlier today, you and I and Rachel, and you said you felt a spirit and Rachel says, I'm going to know. I, you know, we see the two differences in opinions just like that is what affects our ratings, what affects our personalities, what affects the whole spirit world when it's confusing enough that they can't identify a UFO or a Bigfoot or anything else that is cryptid. But um, it's very easy to say you're full of shit. It's easier yeah. for them to say that because it's said in fear because mm-hmm. he might be right. Yep. Yeah. I get it. Because then you have to start... Yeah, you have to start like asking yourself some questions and, you know, changing the way that you think. And not everyone wants to do that. Not everyone's as open to doing that. Actually, no. a lot of people aren't. And right. everything that we talk about, when I'm the intuitive life coach, I get to talk to all of your past lives. And not all of them are correct, but when I give them a breakdown of your past lives and who you were and why you are and why you're stuck today, it made all sense to them. They just go, oh, so, okay, how do we fix that? So there's so many variations of fixing that. And on a spiritual level, and I've only learned this in the past 10 years, is we end a contract with the person that could be living or dead. I'm end- I ended my contract with um, uh, uh, my best friend. So I am not responsible for all of the emotions that I feel towards him and vice versa. 
and taking care of one another. And we could overdo it because one doesn't want to hurt the other one. So I say spiritually, I need to remove that contract so we are not codependent on one another anymore. And when I come back again, my codependency is gone because I just ended that contract. And then we become a higher soul level. You become a murderer. You become a serial killer. Those are the hard ones. But it's part of our soul's intention. We got to learn. You got to learn suicide. It's not all nice. It's never always pretty. Mm-hmm. I get that. But when I'm speaking to the dead, I want to share as much beautiful opportunities for them and leave genuine messages instead of instilling fear into somebody for the rest of the week. Did you see what Jim did? He brought out that poltergeist and it scratched him three times. That's what's going to happen to me if I don't listen. Mm-hmm. I'll never tell anybody how bad you can get beaten from the dead because if you tell someone they're going to be thinking about it which will create additional fear onto someone right right grow enough to say i don't want you near me you white light yourself you mirror yourself and you protect yourself right sometimes it's still not enough (laughs) i've been helped a couple of times i uh i'm just being cautious of the time you did say you had until eight okay and we've run a bit over. You could talk to me until the cows come home. And I, I just be sitting here like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be your crew. That's uh, uh, your listenership. That's going to say, what the hell? That's a long podcast. You know, they're going to love it. Yeah. They're going to be riveted. <laughs> yeah. so Jim, you mentioned you mentioned your life coaching um yeah. i know that you had done uh sessions with kim is that anything that you want to maybe just let the listeners know that about um, what you do or where they can find sure. you listen first of all we can always do a part two if part one turns out and because there's so much more to teach you about yeah uh, uh, the, the way that we interact with the guys that are actually teaching us what we need to do why we're doing the things that we're doing to the dimensional side of it, which is to get someone on your spiritual protecting list that is dimensional, that's a blessing, man. That's like, that's teaching you what to do. I get to see ET spirits and they just look at me and ignore me like I'm nothing because I, they, they just don't pay attention to me. I hear other psychics get to talk to them and do whatever. I've gotten one nod from one dead ET, gray, and everybody else just, they just ignore me completely. So there's something that is there that I don't get. Maybe other psychics can. Um, and we never talked about our angels as well and why they're there. Mm-hmm. Because it come from the Bible. Sorry, people who yeah. are with Catholicism. Anyway, um, I enjoyed this whole time and I would gladly come back a second time if it works out. Okay. Oh, that would be amazing. It. Okay. Definitely I, not I feel like that. no, and I feel like I've, I've, I've had a breakthrough, if you okay. will, <laughs> with how I'm, I can now conceptualize what's happening in a way that is making sense to my analytical brain. Yeah, I would say the same as well. You yeah. know, like, we're always struggling to make sense of what this is we're experiencing. And now I feel like I kind of have a framework or a blueprint well, for that. It's the foundation of what I try and express to people. Uh, it's my view. I've been like this since I was a five. I could be a 
um, uh, exaggerating, but I don't know how I can do that. I, it, yeah. it comes so naturally. So it's not like I'm not going to be able to repeat myself in 10 years or five years or in 15 minutes. It's still going to be the same story. Yeah. Hmm. Jim, um, before you go, yes. are there any ghosts in this room with me right oh, now? Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> an entourage. So it's very cool to see. I just don't like that you have too many on your right and not enough on your left. What does that mean? That's the so, dark ones. The dark ones are on your right are not. Okay. You should be like, you know, um, I would definitely smudge your home and just say who's welcome and who's not. And like, mm. as I'm saying that, like six or seven have just left. You know what I mean? See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Your left, both of you have angelics beside you, so it's very protective. Uh, Rachel, you're coming into your own zone, and by the time, by the time October, November comes, all of that anxiety of yours just just goes away, just like water off the duck's back. That would be great because I suffer yes. anxiety pretty badly. <laughs> not, I know you do, and it's not allowing you. You you've got a lot on your plate. You've got a lot to express. And this is the first time that you're doing it. That's why you've outlived all of your other soul lives. So you're doing the right thing and you're on the right path. That's nice to hear. Punishing yourself. Yeah. This is spot on for rage. Mm. <laughs> uh, creative, the, the will be an expert. We'll have a book written. We'll do all of these things. We'll explore with your kids as if you were their best friend. Your hubby will always make sure that you're safe. It's always going to be good for you because it's what you asked because you didn't get it in the last one. You're going to make me cry. I'm going to have to take this <laughs> offline to go cry. <laughs> oh, like, I actually, love it. He no. mentioned kids. <laughs> so now I'm like, shit, do I have to have another one? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? It's a lot of work for women. It, it truly is. It's my, a lot of work. My six-year-old is the best thing that ever happened to us. And my God, it's hard to do it all over again. Oh yeah. I do it and, yeah. And it's just, I just love just enjoying her, but I keep having dreams and images of a little boy. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want another one. Bring me one. Bring so, the, me a boy. <laughs> so the boy that's around you, his name is Russell. Ooh. So he's been a boy before, but he'll be a man after he's born. So in the sense, like he's going to live a very long life. Mm. He's in his parents right now. So when I, just before we go, when I had my last reading with you, you, I believe you picked up the, the fact that I was pregnant, but you also mentioned Lil, Lily coming through. And that was the name that we had thought of for her and wanted for her. Yep. So now I'm, if I have a boy, it's got to be a Russell. Well, your husband will be pissed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay so so um it's uh jimhuntofficial.com um um there's everything on there including merch which supports my podcast and people Excellent. are buying like crazy they're buying the smudge kits and i thank you very much for that um um i'm on instagram jim Hunt official i have removed myself from twitter because i don't believe in twitter at all okay and, and i am leaving uh tiktok probably in the next little bit as well two medias that i'm not really feeling safe about as a psychic so that's my point of view 
it's not everybody else's, but I'm not feeling comfortable with either one. And okay. this book, it's life, uh, Intuitive Life Coach. If you're looking it up, you're going to find Jim Hunt. It's a private page. It's basically a fortress to try and get into or even ask to be my friend, I think. And for people that are listening to our podcast and they're interested in finding you, it's the white, the oh, white noise. Oh, thank you. Look at you. Because yeah. <laughs> now Joe will be mad at me when he sees this. You didn't mention we have a show that's going to be back on in September with not just everybody ghosts, but everybody who are they, who are they and why they are. And uh, I'm going to do live readings with my hosts who are carpenters, dressmakers, automotive mechanics, and just why they got to where they got to go. It's going to be about the spirit world. It's going to be how the spirit world got them to where they are. Oh, that's so unique. That's so cool. It's going to be fun. That's so it's it. noise and it starts at the weekend after Labor Day 2023. Beautiful. Cool. Okay. All right. Well, well thank you so much, Jim. It was very you. amazing to talk to you. And yeah, it's given me a lot to think about. Thank you. Yeah. And I would love to be able to do it again if, if we can make that work for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can. Awesome. All right. Always a joy. Thank you. Thanks, Jim. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.